0: sharing about it, talking about it, will really kind of, again, just help you keep that train going down this, I'm going to grow my business intentionally instead of letting my business happen to me. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike McCallowitz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Hello, my entrepreneurial friends, and welcome back to Profit First Nation. Today, we are going to talk about intentional growth, and we're going to dive deep into really kind of like... The six things that will help you build intentional growth in your business. And uh, when we're talking about intentional growth, obviously, we're talking about growth and profitability, right? Um, because it's not worth doing unless it's worth being profitable. So um, really quickly, uh, number one on the list of how to grow intentionally is that you have to number one... That's why we're starting here. Make a commitment to intentionally grow. You can't just let your business happen. Uh, you know, that's if you want to be in 83% of small businesses that operate check to check. Those people are just letting their business happen. Money comes in, looks like we got money, we got money to spend, and then it's gone in a flash. All right. That's letting business happen to you. What you really need to do is you need to start by reverse engineering your business Based on honestly, owners' pay. Um, and if you go back way back in the archives to episode twenty-seven, that's where we actually have the episode of reverse engineering based on owners' pay. And you know, starting here is where I start with any engagement, any profit-first community or group that I'm leading uh, is is starting with you know, what do you need to make as the owner of the business? What is your owners' pay need? to be, and then when you figure that out um, then that becomes sort of like the 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 nut uh, and then you build your profit first uh, numbers around that by again reverse engineering so really quickly, kind of like pausing on on owners' pay it's I'm gonna be honest you know. I would say that probably 80% of the small businesses that I consult with, have one-on-ones with, or lead in, uh, in communities and group exercises... Don't know what they need to make um, in terms of owner's pay. Maybe it's because they have a a spouse that has, you know, always been the primary provider, etc. Um, you know, I'd also challenge you that do you have a business or do you have a hobby? Uh, you know, your business should be providing you with enough to, to, to make a living off of. Otherwise, if it doesn't, then you have a hobby. All right. So, so let's get intentional and let's say, Hey, I want this to be a real business, and if it's going to be a real business, then it needs to pay me a salary. Um, Otherwise, I don't have a business, and I have to go work for someone else. All right. Uh, So, so start by really understanding what you need to make in terms of salary. And you know, people will throw numbers at me when I ask, "Well, how much do you need to make?" And they're like, "Uh, "I don't know." And so, uh, you know, we we walk through it. So, so if you don't know how much you need to make stop right here and figure out how much you need to make you know on a monthly basis uh, and then and then of course we can you know extrapolate that to a year and then we divide by the number of pay periods that you're going to pay yourself, whether it be 24, which would be twice a month or 26 pay periods if you're going to pay yourself every other week so that you really understand um, and then when you listen to episode 27, and uh, go to our resources at ProfitFirstNation.com and click on the resource for episode 27. We have a fancy dancy... But easy to follow spreadsheet where you can actually plug in the numbers and really, you know, figure out what you should be making um, in terms of your total sales. Uh, then what does that translate into real revenue? And you know, based off of again that 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 nut of owner's pay in terms of what you need to make. And, you know, I, I mean, I've talked about, well, I do this all the time for, you know, one-on-ones and communities and workshops, etc. So, you know, for you, my most special and favorite entrepreneurs that are part of Profit First Nation, I am going to actually do this live uh, with you guys on Friday July 12th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, and 2 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's July 12th, 2023 at 11 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Central, and 2 p.m. Eastern. All you have to do is be opted into our resources, and uh, and and you will get that email uh, with the link and such. Because we will be inviting everyone, but we can't invite you unless you've opted into our resources at Profit First Nation. And you know, ideally, check out that episode twenty-seven uh, before the special event. But uh, it's going to be really cool, really fun, and the perfect opportunity for you to. Get step number one knocked out of the way and start being real intentional about um, your commitment to grow and understanding what you need to make as an owner of the business. All right. Then number two on what it's going to take to become intentional about growing your business is you need to make your commitment to being intentional about your business public. All right. um you know, you, you, you could post it on, on Facebook. You could post it on Instagram, but you need to be talking about this to other people and not just be keeping this in your head. Uh, and you know, we'll give you that opportunity on July 12th. If you want to stand up and let everyone know that you are making a commitment, uh, to, to being intentional about your business again, do you want to be the 80% of businesses operating check to check, letting what happens just happen in your business? Money just magically falls out of the sky, appears in an in, in 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 the mailbox uh, gets uh, automatically deposited into your account. No, you want to be a 17%er. You want to know your numbers. You want to understand your numbers. You want to know what the opportunity is. Set the goal and go for it and be intentional instead of it just happening to you. And step number two to that is making that commitment public. Um, you know, it, it, when we say... When we just keep it in our head, it just kind of messes with our head, right? Um, I always believe that in order to get the noise out of your head, the uncertainty out of your head, the fear, the lack of confidence, the oh, what if this doesn't work? You got to get it out of your head first. And you just have to say it out loud. Say it out loud to a group of people. Say it out loud to to one person. Start by saying it out loud to yourself in the mirror. Say it out loud to your spouse. Say it out loud to your employees. That's a really good opportunity. Because when they know that, hey... We are going to increase our sales by 20% this year. We are going to finally hit $1 million in uh in, in gross sales. That is when you are declaring that we're going to do this and when you make it public, people aren't going to be naysayers, especially your employees or your spouse. They're going to be cheerleaders. And you know, it's not always easy, and so when we have people that know and and love us and want to support us, When they know what our plans are, they're there to help pick us up. They're there to cheer us on and and push us through those obstacles that we're inevitably going to face, but we're going to get through it faster, better, and stronger. Number three is that you need to identify the areas where you'd specifically like to grow in your business. Again, we're going to be intentional about things. We're not going to just say, well, let's see what happens. You know, you've heard about niching down. It, it, and it, it's true. The niches are in the riches for sure. And while it seems scary to niche down because um, you know, you're when you niche down, you're automatically thinking, "Well gosh, if I niche down, I'm reducing the size of my audience." If I want to sell to all entrepreneurs, all small business owners, that's over a million businesses. Sure, I can take a percentage of that, but when I say I only want to work with dentists' office, offices in Southern California that uh, are single solo practice dental offices. Well, gosh, that went from all dental offices in the United States to California, to Southern California, to single practice. And now I've I've niched it down and it seems a little bit scary because now I've gone from, you know, I don't know, 150,000 dentists down to maybe... 2000. Um, but you know, when you can get real specific about things, it actually allows you to focus and really hone in on how to serve that specific market versus trying to serve everyone. All right. So, you know, in our business, in our construction materials supply business, we have, uh, you know, we go through these exercises. I don't want to say yearly, but, uh, you know, sort of on at least a, a bi-yearly basis every other year where we really look at kind of like, you know, how is the business gone? What's happened? Um, and we actually a couple years ago wanted to expand into other areas, um, thinking that it would be smart because we were already on projects and so maybe we could add these other specialties into it but you know when we just did an analysis over the last 2 years of of of, of kind of expanding in those areas we realized hey you know, while we, while we got intentional about that, it really didn't pay off as smart as, you know, focusing in on these six specialties. We had expanded to 12 specialties and now we've narrowed it back down to six specialties. And so with that, we've decided to go harder, deeper, wider on those six specialties and decided how we want to grow with those. And we've actually set numbers in terms of you know, we want to hit, uh, you know, this electrical subcontractor at least six times and drop in on them at their offices at least six times between July and December of 2023. And we've created a tracking system about that. Cause again, we're going to be intentional. We're going to be real specific. What is it going to take? How many visits is it going to take to, you know, be top of mind with them so that when a project comes up that is a fit for our construction material supply business, this electrical subcontractor is going to go, Oh, supply patriot. So again, identify the areas where you'd like to grow and get specific, get niched about it, get real niched about it. And then when you get niched about it, like, what's it going to take? Okay. I want to go after dentist offices in Southern California. All right. Well, there's, you know, 2000 of them. Here's what I need to do. I need to hit up the the chapter meetings for LA, Orange County, Riverside County and San Diego County and they have chapter meetings uh every quarter. So I want to be the speaker at those chapter meetings and I want to, you know, be at this Trade show for dentists, because I know a lot of these dentists go to that trade show. You, again, like break it down. It's kind of like reverse engineering. If I want to get, you know, 20 clients out of these 2000 dentists in Southern California, what is it going to take to get there? I, you know, now we talked about reverse engineering owners pay. It's about reverse engineering here too and identifying the areas where you want to grow. How much do you want to grow? What is it going to take? to get that growth and get it on paper and get specific about it. All right. So then step number four, once you've gotten serious about it, and once you've been publicly declared what you want to do, and you've determined how you want to grow and where you want to grow, then step number four is investing one hour a day in your areas of growth. All right. So, you know, what is it going to take? It, it is not going to happen overnight. Um, so, in the scenario of going after those Southern California dentists and saying that you want to be a guest speaker at their chapter meetings, well, now what do I need to do to do that? I, I need to get the gig first. So, you know, you're going to spend an hour a day focused on getting those gigs. And then once you get the gigs, what are you going to do then? You're going to spend an hour a day every Day, uh, starting to work on your presentation for 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 that event, and once you have that event, what are you going to do after that? You are going to follow up for an hour a day after that event. Um, but you know, by investing an hour a day and being intentional, we've talked about this several times on the podcast. Again, you know, this is the secret to success. If you follow these steps, you will have not only intentional growth but phenomenal growth. Because you're getting specific about it and you are just dialing it in and making it happen instead of letting it happen to you. So we talk about, we've talked about this before and, and, and you know, I'm a firm believer in this. If you were in our program, second half strong last year, if you're in our all in community, you know that we expect that you are going to dedicate an hour a day, um, preferably the first hour of, of your, of your business day. So, Um, that's 6am for me personally. So it's after I've done my miracle morning, it's after I've gotten my workout in, like when I'm ready to to sit down, buckle in and, and get ready for my workday, I spend an hour before I could possibly get hijacked as the secret. I spend an hour at 6am sprinting on my business where I have a plan for either a 5-day plan or a 10-day plan Monday through Friday. Um, and you know, here's what I want to achieve after 5 days or here's what I want to achieve after 10 days. And then I break it down what needs to happen in each of those days order for me to get to that ultimate goal. So for example, um, let's say you create a 5-day plan for... Uh, getting getting the gigs. So what is that going to take? Um, so so you're going to say that's my goal is to you know is is to get the gigs. So the first thing I need to do is I need to research and find out who's in charge of each chapter. I need to find out what their schedule is. I need to um, you know create some sort of pitch for them. That would be day three. Day four, I need to, you know, maybe start um, crafting some follow up emails, etc. And then by day five, I'm ready to push it out. I've got what I need. I've got all the information, and I'm ready to p- start pitching and getting those dates. And then I've already have scheduled uh, my follow up for them until I get it. All right. So that is investing one hour a day in the areas of growth, what you're going to be focused on, and being intentional in your business. I call it sprinting on your business, and uh, you know if you don't if you don't put something in, you don't get something out. I, I I think that's maybe why Mike decided to name his next book "All In" because you know when you half-ass it, what do you get? You get half-ass results. But when you go all in, you get. The best results possible because you've put it all in, and, and you know that's what doing an hour of sprinting on your business, working on your intentional areas of growth a day by making that investment, you will get a phenomenal return on it. Um, because again, it's focused, it's intentional, it's specific, and uh, and 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 so it's going to produce that return that you want instead of just you know. Walking, waking up, walking into the office with no plan for the day and just saying, well, let's see what happens. Maybe we'll make money today. Maybe we won't. Maybe someone will call. Maybe someone will place an order. You've got to be intentional about your business. All right? Then step number five is investing one hour a week on reflection and writing down what you're learning, writing down what's working, writing down what's not working, writing down like ideas and actions you're going to take in maybe your next 5-day sprint or your 10-day sprint. This is the opportunity. But you want to spend one hour a day Like quietly thinking. And you know, this reminded me of episode 93 back in the archives. Um, of course, all everything's available still, uh, for you. We call it the archives just because they're a little bit older episodes, but episode 93 featured. Uh, my fellow profit first mastery certified, uh, CPA, Wendy Barlin, uh, and that title of the episode is Never Budget Again. And, you know, in that episode, Wendy talks us through the radically brilliant notion of never budgeting again and the amazing impact it can actually have on your business and your savings but the concept is is that you sit with your money once a week when you're still and you're quiet um you know and 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 you're really reflecting on things so i sit with our money in our businesses Technically once a week, but for different businesses. So I sit with the money on allocation day. It only takes me a couple of minutes to, you know, plug in the income number and, uh, and then, and then, and then the spreadsheet does the magic on, on the, on the allocations to the different accounts. And then I send that off to our accounting department who actually does the physical transfers at the bank. But, you know, it just kind of helps me see, okay, where are we, where are we at? You know, have we been bringing in the numbers that we need to bring in and, and making the collections that we need to make in terms of our accounts receivable to be hitting that, you know, income number that, that we need to hit, um, over the course of the year to, to, to make our plans happen and to, you know, meet our payroll, meet our expenses, meet those obligations, and then obviously, you know, meet that, that profitability number that we're targeting for too. So, uh, you know, what's funny is, is uh, last year, so 2022 uh, was, was, was a Crazy year because that's when, uh, Mike and I started the all in company and started really kind of working on the behind the scenes, the under the hood of, of the book and such. And, and how we can bring, you know, the concepts and ideas in the book to, to, to real life to you guys and in programming and and into things that, you know, really kind of make it, you know, spoon feed it to you, um, in, in programming so that you can make it happen and it was i have to say making something easy is probably the hardest thing i've ever done uh was was launching the all in company and uh again ironic that trying to make something super easy is really 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 hard but i something had to give and one thing that had to give was me kind of really Running the show at Supply Patriot, our construction material supply business. So you know, I kind of was just like, "All right, Ken, Mr. Mulvey, my husband, you've got this." I'm, you know, just really, I've got programming during the daily huddle time. I, I just, I got I got to step away and such. And you know, in that year, I was still doing the allocations, but I wasn't just touching everything every day and really involved. And, um, so we kind of became stagnant about things. And so when I hopped back in and started looking things in December of 2022 and getting ready for 2023, I'm like, Oh my gosh, why are we still at this same target number of our daily sales number? And so, uh, you know, I just said, All right. Well, we're going to increase this by 20%. So, you know, we, we, we became intentional and we, and, and said, okay, we're going to increase our daily sales target to 20%, which means that Translates into our monthly sales target increasing by 20% and our annual sales target increasing by 20%. And all I did was say, we need to do this now instead. We need to make Y per sales and per day instead of X. And you know what's happened is we have come within 98% on a monthly basis to 130% of making that target number for monthly sales that is a 20% increase over last year. So, you know, when we were intentional about it, good things happened. I mean, we have actually exceeded that number, but if we would have kept it where it was, I don't I we would we would we would maybe be having a 5%, 7% increase just by happenstance. But because we got intentional about it, because we said we're going to set the bar higher, we're going to increase it by 20%. It's like magic. It really is magic. And it really is as simple as saying, we're not going to do X anymore. We're going to do Y when it comes to sales per day or sales per week or sales per month. Um, And, you know, for us, it translates into a dollar value. Uh, for, for some people, it might translate into number of transactions per day. Maybe the intention that you need to have is increasing the number of transactions per day. Um, obviously keeping it at, you know, the same, um, average transaction amount. You can't increase transactions and have that transaction, average transaction amount go down. But do you understand what I'm saying here? Um, but, but, but the, but the whole thing is, is, is getting in this habit, sorry, I went off tangent, uh, getting in this habit of, of, of sitting with your money, really kind of understanding your numbers, understanding where you are and, and being quiet about things and, and, and letting something kind of sink in so that you can make a move. Make a money move. Um, that's Alicia, I remember from uh from from one of our episodes who shared a profit first uh journey. You know, you gotta be making money moves. And you can only make money moves when you sit with your money and when you sit and you think about things. And again, it's it's just this concept of being intentional. We're just not blowing through things and just ignoring things or keeping our head in the sand. We're gonna sit and we're gonna think about things and we're gonna say, okay. This week was mm, not such a great week. This week, we only hit 50% of our target sales. Okay, why did we only hit 50% of our target sales? This happened to us um, back in February. And it was like, wow, we've not missed a week this much in a long time. And it was so funny. Maybe only the people in in Southern California will get this. But um, in the construction business, uh, weather is a huge factor. And we experienced a ton of rain in February. And there was a week where there was... Nothing going on. It rained all week, which means there was no projects, which probably hasn't happened in the history of Southern California construction. But you know, that really killed our sales to a big degree and brought it down by 50%. So, you know, if I wouldn't have. Already had the time scheduled to really think about things and to understand things, and to be like, okay, what worked, what didn't work. You know, now I have a whole different idea and a whole different strategy, and and now weather is a factor in Southern California. All of a sudden. Um, because it then continued to rain subsequent weeks as well but uh you know it, it just set an hour aside once a week and again you will start to have greater clarity you will start to get greater uh direction and and an understanding of what it takes to get to where you want to go when you're intentional about it All right. And then number six, the final thing, uh, the final step in, in becoming very intentional about the growth in your business is, um, share your growth with someone. Uh, you know, share, share your enthusiasm, share your excitement, um, share your, your celebrations, share your struggles. This is a little bit further down the line from, you know, when we said publicly declare, that's kind of one of those early steps. That was step number two. And once you started doing these moves and started to, to make this action happen, now you got to share it with other people because that's going to keep you going. All right. Um, and that's going to continue to, to help you grow in your success. And you know what's so fun? What's, what would be a great way to do that? Um, would be to share the book, Profit First. I mean, the number one way that people hear about Profit First is not seeing it in the bookstore, not seeing it at the airport, but, um, having a friend tell them about about their own success with profit first. Um, small business is the backbone of the economy, and the more we can do to 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 build that backbone and make it stronger would be by sharing with our fellow entrepreneurs what's working for us. And you know, for 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 you, I'm hoping it's profit first since you're here at the podcast. Um, but what's so funny is, is I was uh, at WeWork this morning. It's down the street from my daughter's uh practice in the summer here for high school. So I pop in there while she's at practice and get some meetings done, get some work done. And I was actually sitting there working, preparing notes for this episode. And someone was like, profit first, profit first, profit first. And I'm like, are they looking over my shoulder at my computer? And I mean, I heard them say profit first at least four times. And then I had to like turn around real quick. And, uh, and I just stood up and walked over and said, Are you guys talking about profit first? And they're like, yes. Um, and, and it was just. So amazing, and 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 the story was this one guy has been hitting up Emilio at, at WeWork. They've become WeWork buddies, and you know has been saying, "Oh my gosh, this Profit First is amazing! I implemented it eight months ago." And and it's sort of like every every couple of weeks or every time they run into each other at the coffee bar at WeWork or in the hallway, um, Tony is sharing with him his success with with Profit First and just really encouraging him to do it. And you know I think it's working both ways because it's made- Making Tony like want to be more successful with Profit First and more successful with his business, obviously, and such. And so, uh, you know, sharing about it, talking about it will really kind of again just help you keep that train going down this. I'm going to grow my business intentionally instead of letting my business happen to me. All right. So thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. If you would like to work with a certified Profit First professional accountant, bookkeeper, or coach, Then check out ProfitFirstNation.com and click on Connect. And also make sure that uh, you are on our opt-in list, uh, which is just opting into our resources, so that you get the link and the invite to our special reverse engineering based on owner's pay workshop where I'm going to walk you through how to do this live. You can follow along on your own worksheet and uh, really start getting intentional about the growth of your business and the profitability. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Profit First Nation podcast. We hope you found today's episode valuable and that it's inspired you to take action towards achieving permanent profitability in your business. If you want to learn more about how to implement Profit First in your business and connect with a community of like-minded entrepreneurs, be sure to visit us at ProfitFirstNation.com to download our how-to guides and resources. Remember, permanent profitability is within your reach, and we're here to support you every step of the way. So let's do Profit First right together. First Nation website, related podcasts and videos are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.